welcome again to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. I am your host, Mr. Brandon Cruz, and with me today, I have a dear friend, a wonderful personality. I've known her for as long as I can remember, which is which is till tenth grade is when I was when I remember meeting you. Uh, you know, around there, around. There. Anyway, she's a frequent guest in season one of the show, and I'm and I'm happy to have her back. Extremely happy Aww. to have her back. Thank uh, you, my friend. My good friend, my dear friend, <laughs> my excellent friend. Keep going, keep going. Uh, my superb friend, my ecstatically charged. Okay, that's yeah, we're good. Static, ecstatically charged. A uh, friend, Miss <laughs> Tiffany Hersey. Hello, Tiffany. Hi, I'm. I'm happy to be back. Oh. Um, I've been. I've been uh, busy working on that hunks of the Twilight Zone calendar. So I'm. Um, I'm hoping to have that done pretty soon. So. Th- thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know all our fans are are, are scrambling. Uh, mm-hmm. For any kind of intel on on the release date, so thank you for the update. I'll keep you posted. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, what what have you been up to, my friend? Oh gosh. Um, well, since I was last on the show, yes. um, I've uh, done a little bit more reporting. Um, I ended up publishing the piece that I was talking about, um, uh, on the last episode I did with you, Elegy mm-hmm. on the, or Elegy, as you yeah. like to call it, Elegy. <laughs> um, on, uh, on death denial and, uh, and, uh, cemeteries and stuff. And, uh, yeah, so I published that in salon. Um, I think it was like a week or two after I did the podcast with you actually. Yeah. And, uh, so it was really good timing and, uh, and your show inspired a little section, um, in my piece, um, about, the episode elegy and um and Ele- death uh death denial elegy um yep. elegy excuse me uh-huh. um and uh yeah and then um um i feel like i'm i'm uh, taking this time i'm just going to take the whole episode just to promote myself that, so just everybody bear with me that's fine um, there's there's nothing to talk about on the episode <laughs> exactly so. that's all right burgess meredith can wait yeah um he's yeah, dead no, it doesn't then, matter oh oh i didn't oh is that too I soon didn't, Oh, but Don okay. Rickles is no. so so keep going. Well, you know, I prefer it the other way around. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, um and uh for uh, any uh LA LA buffs or uh sanitarium uh aficionados, um I published a piece uh in the LA Review books about uh Rock Haven Sanitarium yes. um in Los Angeles and uh it was uh, a sanitarium that was founded by a woman for women in women run. And, um, that's actually in Montrose. And just if I can plug that really, really quickly, uh, anybody who has an interest, I know we'll be done in just a second because oh it's God. really important to me to LA history. But if anybody has an interest in, uh, LA history in Hollywood, like starlets and stuff, mental health, um, check out Friends of Rock Haven um, for tours. The place is a time capsule, and they're going to be. Um, uh, uh, they're going to. The city council now is in. In uh, they're going to be not selling it off, but they're going to be making it into boutiques and a, a museum and a and a park and stuff. But it's a time capsule now, so if you can go see it, go see it. Go, go see okay, it. Okay, we're done. We're go, done with the episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, thank thank you for Bye, that. Bye, folks. Yeah. Yeah. That the whole LA the whole whole LA history type thing. Uh, so I don't know if you've seen La La Land yet. No, I haven't. Um, so it's it's a it's a good musical, and I think it it is more it is more better good. Um, oh. It is more better good because it's it's based in L.A. Right, the whole La La Land, L.A. L.A. Land. I don't know if you, oh, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that. It was La La. 
anyway, so it's 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 good, and I, I think I like it better because you know there's uh, the Griffith Observatory is there. Oh. Um, like there, there's a, a the scene at the beginning they're in traffic. And I'm like, just like L.A. It's just like L.A. <laughs> Typical L.A. Typical L.A. Anyways, uh, so so you should go see La La Land, and that's it. Uh, Twilight Zone, La La Land, uh, Sanitarium. Oh yeah, and Forest Song because we were talking oh. about Forest Song and Elegy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go see that too. Uh, Michael Jackson's and, grave. Yes. Is your mom still doing tours? Uh, she she might be. I don't know. Oh yeah, I still gotta. Yeah. yeah. Darn it. That's it's oh. on my list. Yeah. Let me let me ask her. I'll ask her. Okay. You. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we just made like someone's itinerary so when they come to la i think we've this should be like a travel show exactly right so at eight o'clock <laughs> so. you wake up go to breakfast yes. <laughs> uh then at lunch you're gonna have pinks hot dogs the famous pinks uh oh yes yes, yes. yeah okay right. anyways enough about la let's get into the show itself let's do it which is mr dingle the strong originally aired march 3rd of 1961 stars a young burgess meredith as mr dingle and a young Don Rickles as a betting man. I was directed by John Brom and teleplay by Rod Serling. So, so Tiffany, here's, here's one thing I've been doing uh, for season two. So we, so we don't get caught up in, in long synopses. Synopses. Uh, yes. <laughs> I just, I just have, I just have a, I just have a, a pre-written pre-typed out synopsis. So I'm going to, I'm going to run through this. Sweet. All uh, right. Uh, it, it's, they usually suck. So, so bear with me. <laughs> Uh, that's okay I wrote something like I chicken scratched something like really really quickly I have one of the lines is two aliens yeah. come into room yes so yeah. absolutely okay cool cool we're on the same okay. we're on the same page then sweet okay uh, Burgess Meredith plays another hapless man this time he unwittingly gets chosen by aliens to the be to be the test subject what is wrong with my words to be the test <laughs> subject with their strength ray Realizing he has an extraordinary gift, he decides that the best way to use it is to display them in trivial showmanship ways. In the middle of one of his exhibitions of strength, the aliens take his powers away. A, a few minutes later, a new set of aliens from a different planet decide to use him as a test subject for their intelligence ray. Dot, dot, dot. The end? Question mark? <laughs> Uh, so, so that's a, that's the synopsis. Essentially, aliens get make them make them really strong, and then they make them not strong. So, Tiffany, go ahead with your initial thoughts. What are your initial What are your initial thoughts, Tiffany? Oh Jesus, um, it is hard to top that. Jesus, um, let me. Okay, let let's me start with Jesus, myself. and we'll we'll work our way down. Yeah, well, let's work our way up to Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Yes, strike that reverse. Um, yeah, firstly, I just I just have to give a shout out to Burgess Meredith because. I like I, I I love him, and I feel like we have a fondness for mm. Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Or I'm assuming you do. I hope you do. I do. Um, yeah, quack, quack, quack. That's a big yeah, one. and mm. and like I shared with you today, like I was like super excited. Like I didn't know that he did the voice of Puff the Magic Dragon yes. in that cartoon. Yeah. And he was in Clash of the Titans. He was in a few other Twilight Zone episodes. Yes. He was, Help me out here. He was in Rocky. <laughs> he was. In yes, a, he was in Rocky. Yeah, he was. Uh, um, he was Mickey, right? Yes, Micker. Um, that was a really bad impression. I apologize. <laughs> to a, why did you say Micker? Uh, hey, hey, Micker. <laughs> yeah. I practice that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, you know, when I was watching the episode, I thought about the uh, 
the previous podcast you did with the um, the fellow who does the the night gallery, the shadow and substance. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. Um, and he was talking. I think you're doing like a Jack Klugman yes. Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. And um, and so anyway, so what's his name? That fellow. His name is Paul. Paul. Yeah, from um, night gallery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, he brought up the the point that you know, like Burgess Meredith is such a versatile actor, and he can just play anybody, you know, yeah. and uh, like, so you know, seeing him in this role, um, I mean, it's not like a huge stretch, <laughs> like it's not like a very demanding role, but it's just interesting when you look over like the retrospective of his career, and I just think he's just so incredibly talented, and obviously. See, like Rod Serling saw that, um, so that that's uh, I just want to get that, that out of the way. That how much my my love, and he will be going in my Twilight Zone hunks um, calendar. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, it was. I mean, it was an interesting. Um, it's a really interesting episode. It's not one of my favorites. Um, Burgess Meredith, like, definitely, like, you know, you know like definitely uh makes it more better yeah. like you said palatable um as they would say in, in the the cooking world yeah yeah um but i think it was you know it was kind of interesting um i mean mr dingle's like a really sad character you know and he's um you know middle-aged vacuum salesman um the twilight zone opens up with rod serling saying that he's pretty much failed at everything in his life and you know like yeah in the beginning of the of the of the episode um he gets bullied by the gambler and the better you know like don rickles you know damn it you need to calm down because he's always angry just said goddamn don rickles that's probably why he's still alive it's keeping him alive but um <laughs> the, the hatred but, keeps people alive yeah, it's keeping him alive yeah <clears throat> that's why strom thurman right is that is that is oh that, yeah was he, i don't know i don't actually know anything about him i just know that he was really old when he died i was he was a recovering racist i mean i know that oh, he, okay. yeah okay yeah like i mean like seriously he was like in the kkk um oh. i'm not making that up like look it up um, but that's, then he, you know, that's, that's fact. That is fact. <laughs> that's fact. It might be an alternative fact, but um... uh, well, we'll see. It's like uh, Nirvana, right? Nirvana uh, was a, was a grunge was a grunge band. That is an alternative fact. Get it? Oh yeah. Get it? It's I, alternative. Yeah. K R O Q Los Angeles. Oh God. Okay. Anyways, uh, enough of that. <laughs> Get off topic. <laughs> um. Uh. So the Anyways, hate, hatred, yeah. ha- hatred kept him alive. Yeah, it kept on Rickles alive. Um, but uh, but you know, going going back uh, to to the episode, um, you know, this whole this whole episode, this poor man is just you know getting. Excuse me, oh, I can't think of another word to use, but he's getting blank blanked on. Okay. <laughs> maybe fill in the blank, but <laughs> maybe no. Um, and like the aliens come into the room and they're like, you know, he's you know has sub physicality and he's the weakest person that we found and and the poor guy is just like getting insulted like left and right by like interspecies and stuff and yeah. um and like when he gets his strength you know he's his confidence you know, his confidence exudes and people actually respect him and pay attention to him um and so one of the things i you know when i was watching it that i thought about and it's kind of a I don't know, it's kind of a, a maybe a little bit of a, a simplistic way of looking at it, but it was just like the ideas of masculinity um, and that he's finally respected when he's um, exhibiting physical strength, aggression, um, you know, and confidence. 
Um, and, you know, when uh, the newspaper man, you know, comes and takes his picture and then the TV crew comes in and they're interviewing him and um, the TV presenter says, you know, you're every American male's wishful, like, fulfillment or yeah. wish fulfillment or right. something. Yeah. Um, and, um, and I thought that was really interesting because he seemed like before the transformation, like he was just this very kind hearted person who had a job, you know, he had, he, he had a vacuum salesman, but he's not like a bum, like just betting all day or like, you know, like, uh, what do you call, what was the other guy? The, um, the bookie, yeah. you know, and it's just like, that's, so that's really, you know, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that he, that he's, he's just this kind of meek guy. And then, yeah. then uh, he's given strength, and all of a sudden he's he's a cocky, a cocky fella. Exactly. Like like just just having that strength inherently makes you uh, cocky. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, and it's like it's um, you know, and it's it's just really kind of silly too because it's I mean, what is he really doing? That's so I mean, yeah, it's interesting. And okay, sure, like he can pick up a thousand pound statue or break rocks and you know stuff like that. Um, but that's, you know, and then also he starts to become marketable, you know, he's approached like right before the TV interview, like, Oh, I want to give you your own TV spot or, you know, like uh, come and work in my carnival and stuff like that. So people are already, you know, going in and, and trying to, you know, trying to exploit him, but this could also make him a very rich man, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but one of the, the, the most, um, interesting thing though, I found that I found about the, the episode and, 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 you know, referring back to, um, getting all this attention and all these accolades is, is the idea of the spectacle. Yeah. Um, and the, the ending when, um, the aliens are about to, to take his power away. The, the quote is we gave, we gave him the strength of 300 men and he uses it for petty exhibition. Yes. You know? And so, so that type of exhibition, of course, wasn't new to the 1960s. I mean, you had Ripley's Believe It or Not, freak shows um, predated that. You know, Guinness Book of World Records, I think, came out in the 1950s. Um, but it's interesting in, in looking at that now in the modern day and how I feel like like we've been increasingly become more of a, a you know, a, a spectacle of a society. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, with the advents of social media, um, you know, selfies and YouTube, I guess Vine is no longer around. Do I have that right? Uh, I think that people that, used, I think that's it... accurate. I think it's oh. accurate that, that that's not a thing anymore it's, okay. or it's, or it's heading down. Right. But you still, okay. you still have like Snapchat and you have, uh, like Periscope or Meerkat was a thing for a while. Facebook live, uh, YouTube oh, yeah. live. I remember all those things. Uh, yeah. Twitch. Twitch, which is, you know, for gaming and, um, yeah, like just these, these displays of exhibitionism is, yeah. is, is that redundant displays of exhibitionism? No, not at all. And that's exactly what it is. Um, and it's like, you know, your, your self-worth is, 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 you know, in large part, I feel like, you know, measured by how many likes and how many views you get. And I mean, I think, you know, more about this kind of, you know, about this kind of stuff, um, than I do. Cause I just, I hate technology because, <laughs> like, because, because I'm vain. Right. No, Is that what you're getting like, at? <laughs> no, I meant because of, because of your knowledge of like technology and pop culture and stuff. And, and, and you, you know, your other podcasts that you do apathetic enthusiasm, you know, you guys, you know, I think cover a lot, you know, a lot of like, you know, or sometimes, you know, some trending, yeah. um, 
you know, some of the, uh, trending things. Um, well, well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Apathetic enthusiasm. It releases every other Tuesday on Geek. <laughs> Apathetic enthusiasm. Um, no, no, I mean, I I would say that you're right about just the the likes and like even even with this this show, right? And this it's not. I'm not trying to compare myself to petty petty showmanship, but you know, like there's a big part of where. Like I create the show, right? I I uh, I record everything with, with with all you wonderful guests and pre- do the preparation and release the episode, and then then I put it out there, and then I look at the you know the the download numbers, and I'm like, and I just I see the numbers, I'm like, ah, oh, they're they're dwindling or or they're or they raise slightly or something, you know, and, and you're almost it, and I think other podcasters do this too, where you're kind of tied to this this sense of like ah, like this show's not doing that well because it's not like there's not the numbers mm. to back it up or right. Um, and that's that's a weird thing to fight against too because on one hand I do this because I enjoy it, on the right. other, clearly some people enjoy it, so I would like to get it to more folks. I don't know. I don't know. It's I mean it's it's really tough. Like you know I think like even in terms of you know my work with like freelance journalism, which is. I mean, I feel like sometimes I'd, I'd probably just make it as a, as a screenwriter because it's like there's just not, you know, it's like there's just not the money in, involved in journalism. But now, which I th- think is even worse, it's like you need, you know, you need that constant like clickbait. You need those likes. You need, you know, all of that social media. And that's so incredibly time consuming. Like I'm not on Twitter. I'm on Instagram because I also um, do photojournalism as well. Uh-huh. And the only reason I joined that is because I was told like, oh, well, that's good for your career. I haven't really seen any difference. Um, but I mean, it's just, it's, you know, I think it's, it's interesting even in terms of just like looking at spectacles, like those get so many views. Like, I feel like, um, you know, like somebody downing a bottle of cinnamon, which is a real thing. (laughs) I forget her name. I watched it. Um, you know, or just stuff like, you know, the jackass TV series yeah. and getting kicked in the nuts and stuff. And I mean, that's just, it's like, you know, yeah, you I, know. I, I think, I think you touch on the, the difference between, between them. Right. Because so you're on Instagram, they said it was good for your career. Uh, but it, there's a lot of work that has to go into social yes. media. Right. Yeah. And like, it's, it, it's not just, it's not just posting a, a picture and being like, I'm done. Make me yes. make me popular, right? <laughs> like you have to go out there. You're like, okay, what what do I need to hashtag? Uh, do I need to to follow these other people and comment right. on their stuff and like their stuff, right? Like it's it's that, that's a job in and of itself, right? Uh, and so it's work. Now I think what you're referring to is like like spectacle, like the cinnamon challenge or the uh, ice bucket challenge, yes, stuff that like <laughs> you know I I could work hard to create an episode of the podcast. Yeah. And put it on YouTube or whatever. And then somebody also puts a video the same day where they like they put a firecracker in their butthole and it ex- it, it flowers out, right? <laughs> like just completely whatever. And then like everyone's laughing and it's a funny thing. I don't know. I, I think maybe it'd be funny. Doesn't matter. The point is like that video like gets so many views immediately and like then they get famous without putting any work into it, except maybe exactly. spreading their, their butt butthole open. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's what you're referring to. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, and um, 
you know, I'm going to refrain from going off and, and any kind of tangents about clickbait or, or, or some of the articles that I see that, like, Christ, like, you didn't do any reporting for that. You did, you know, like, it must have been so easy. But that's, I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like, like you know, uh, with with your podcast and what you do, I mean, there's always, like, a pre-production. There's, you know, doing the show for me, like, doing the reporting. There's post-production and putting all that stuff together. And people don't really realize you know, when you're, when it's your baby or it's your career or your baby and your career, you know, like how much, you know, work and, and, uh, and dedication, um, goes into it. And, and like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for some of these spectacle like videos. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. I do watch some of them and they do, some of them do really make me laugh. Um, but it just, it just, we're oversaturated, you know, with it or like, you know, like I think the first podcast I did with you, I went on a, a tangent about selfies <laughs> and like, yeah. and it's just really funny. Cause like, you know, even the last few months, like there'll be a picture and it'll say, Oh, beautiful day today. And it's a picture of someone, a close up of someone's face. I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> I want to see the beautiful day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's very disturbing. And I think that's something that, you know, began, well, 50 years ago, or, 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 I mean, arguably more than that with like freak shows and stuff, but, um, it's just, it's gotten worse because of, of how easy it is now to get, to get, you know, f f your face seen or, or to make it so cheap and easy to, you know, to make a video or something like that. Um, and, um, I don't know, it's a bit, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a bit disturbing to me when that's, you know, that, that, that there's more, um, you know, that they're, that, that yeah. got some guy getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> it's getting more likes than something that relevant, you know, that's yeah. happening that could affect this country, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and, and, that, and that's, and that's the whole thing with, uh, Mr. Dingle, right. Is he's, he's given, he's just given the strength. He's not, he didn't put any effort into it. Right? Exactly. He just, yeah, he just, he just has it. And now he's, now he's just like, I want to punch a hole in the wall, which is yes, I mean, exactly. How, how, good, good job being destructive. Let me rip this chair that is that is bolted to the floor. Let me rip it out. Let me break this building. Like, like he's just there, there's no effort into it. And I can imagine like Jack Lalane, who was alive back then, being like, "Hey, come on, man! I actually put work into my being yeah, strong." Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, I met Jack Lalane. Really? Side story. Yeah, a, a childhood friend of mine when I lived in Morro Bay, which is central coast of California, was his personal assistant in the early '90s. And, um, he was a cranky, crotchety old man. Oh, <laughs> his bet. wife is very sweet, but I did get to swim in his swimming pool. So, really? and he had like an aviator, a, a, not aviator, an aviary. He had is a that, personal birds, aviator. Right? <laughs> 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 maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know about that, but I know he had like, there was a room with a bunch of birds and stuff, but yeah, but that's a very good point. Um, and, but also like, like to, to piggyback off what you were saying. So then, then with this, this episode, then that's like a cautionary tale that, that stuff is fleeting, you know, it can only, only hold you so far. You can only get attention and notoriety, 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 not help me out. No, to elegy. Notoriety. No, to elegy. Oh my God. Um, oh boy. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, notoriety. Uh, yes. That word. Um, you, you, can, you, you, can, you can only get so far <laughs> with no talent is what you're trying to say. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and I don't know that doing something just because of getting, you know, famous is a very good motivator. I mean, I'm sure it makes some people happier. Some people handle it better than others, yeah. but, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just it's we're just living in such weird times, you know, yeah. like I just um, but that said, though, I mean, not all spectacle is bad. You know, sure. I don't think, you know, um, uh, like, for instance, I'm going to get slightly political, but okay. I won't go in too deep because then okay. we're going to veer. But say, for instance, like the most recent example I can think of off the top of my head was like the women's march. And yeah. I've never seen so many drawings of the JJs in my life, you know, or people <laughs> writing, you know, nasty women on, on their face. Yeah. And that, you know, is it's a spectacle is a form of performance and that's a, you know, form of performance. And I think that could have a very uh, good effect because it's drawing attention and shaming, um, someone <laughs> yeah, right. who perhaps has made some comments, um, and bringing attention about and bring some agency and ownership. Um, so, you know, not all spectacles are, are created equally, um, you know, which I think is important to, to distinguish. Sure. Um, and I think a little bit of spectacle, like I said, I do like watching some, some things that are just ridiculous, you know, um, in moderation though. I mean, everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Um, so, so he, he's, he's super strong, right? And then, then these other these these weird aliens come in, right? The two kids with mustaches. Oh, yeah. They come in and then and then they they spray him with the intelligence ray. Uh, and so, all right. So here, here's my here's my question about that. So he gets really 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 smart, like five of five hundred men, right? Intelligence of five hundred men, which is really still that's the, that's yeah. That's like the intelligence of two women still. <laughs> uh, that's empowering, oh, man. right? See, I'm not, you're not getting a copy of the Twilight Zone hugs. No, wait, oh wait, two hundred, yeah. five hundred. No, five hundred <laughs> men equal two women, right? Because you need more more men to equal two women. Oh my God! Oh Jesus! I can't do math now. Oh jeez! Oh, I walked right into this one. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe I should take that compliment back, <laughs> Tiffany. Maybe I should just call all women add. stupid because of you. You know this about me. I can't do simple math. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God, Brandon. Okay, well, just the two women. One of them can't be me. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> so get two, two yeah. other women. All right. Anyways. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, go on. Uh, all right. So, so anyways, women are smart. Any and so, all right. Do you think he'll figure out because he's smart? now that he is like that something weird happened to him oh. or like where he like becomes self-aware <laughs> almost but like okay i got really really smart for some reason why did i get smart and do you think that be by becoming really smart and maybe becoming self-aware that maybe something uh maybe an alien hit him up with an intelligence ray that he's gonna be now like oh i see why i messed up with the strength stuff that that's really interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. Um, that would be like that would be like my happy ending for him. I think that would be fabulous if there could be if that could be the ending. I would want that to be the ending. I'm a little bit more like, um, like a little bit more uh, negative uh -huh. um, in my um, in my approach to this. But um, I kind of felt like um, I mean, with intelligence doesn't always come wisdom or emotional intelligence. You know, that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's possible. That, yeah, I mean, that he could figure this out maybe in a non-emotional way, that that is a very good point. Um, and um, I guess, like, what I what I took from it, what I worried about was, you know, at the end of the episode, he's talking to the bookie and the the, the gambler, better dude, and, um, and he just told them who was going to, you know, 
win that sports game or get that home run or whatever. And so I was like, oh, man, that would just be I would just be horrible then if he just used, you know, his his uh, his intellectual powers now to to win bets and to win a bunch of money. But may, uh, well, if he's, you know, able to keep the money, yeah. <laughs> like maybe that wasn't such a bad thing. <laughs> um, but um yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, but that's interesting. Yeah, that's a cynical way of looking at it. But yeah. I mean, I mean, that, that's that's the way that that's what the episode is trying to tell us, right? Is that especially with Rod's ending narration was saying that he's going to go through a bunch of different weird phases. Yeah, that's true. Um, so a bunch of because there's there's other planets with other aliens who are looking to to test stuff out, which which brings up my next question: what other what other powers are they going to test him with? Oh, I mean, are they? That's like, a good question. I mean, like, name name two powers, two different powers that that they might give them, that some alien might give them. Well, I mean, two two the powers. First, the, the, okay, Tiffany. the first that comes to mind. I don't know what this says about me, <laughs> um, but maybe it would be to bestow upon him sexual prowess. Oh my maybe god! Maybe come on, Tiffany. He looks like he becomes like a hunk. <laughs> you know, he looks like. What's his name? Mickey Hargitay, who was Mr. Universe and married to Jane Mansfield, and just always so hunky. Are, Maybe he's gonna like turn him in. Oh my god! Are those oh. are those are those like one in this? Is that like one power right there? Like looking really hunky and, <laughs> and having huge <laughs> penis? Is that? Is that like, I, didn't, I didn't say huge penis. Sexual prowess doesn't necessarily mean that. that that's that's true. That's that's true. <laughs> um, I mean, I've never been told that, but. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let, let's go with really good looking. Okay. And right. um um god the second one. Oh my god. What else is there? Uh, <laughs> what make, else is there? He Flying? Makes, like he he just makes out. He's just he's a really good kisser. <laughs> is that, is that your is that your number 2 power? No, no. Come like, on, gutter gutter mind. Give me, uh, give me a power. Maybe may but maybe I don't know something like um uh flying okay i don't know maybe he's like superman or something i'll, I'll accept it okay <laughs> no fl flying <laughs> flying's good flying's good okay like, i'll say flying you know it i mean i guess it gets just we just go into superhero powers so like I'll, yeah like i'll i'll give you uh like okay they give him invisibility <laughs> all right okay oh that's a good one and they also give him claws made of metal that come out of oh ouch yeah 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 that's and really, that's not a really productive uh, superpower um, that the aliens. I, really, it, it's kind Could of be. destructive. But uh, well, I mean, it, if if claws. <laughs> yeah, claws, bear claws. They're gonna give him bear. His, he has the power to make bear claws. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, that's yummy though. I just love on bear command, claws. like he like he waves his hand and he's like, <laughs> and bear claws just all over the place. I want him to have that. <laughs> I want him to have that gift. Uh, awesome. All right. All right. Enough, enough of that. Tiffany, okay. everyone rates the episodes. What do you what do you rate this episode overall? I'm going to have to give it a seven. A seven? Yeah. It's the lowest I've gone, I know. Um, I I mean, I the Burgess Meredith, like, he definitely, you know, bumped, bumped it up. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a fun episode. It was nice, like doing a lighthearted episode with you because the other ones we've done, I mean, they've been really interesting, but like terrifying or scary. But so it was really nice doing kind of more of a lighthearted and, um, episode. Um, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't, it didn't like shock or, you know, wasn't anything that was just like, Oh my God, this is so brilliant. Um, yeah. but it was, it was okay. A it was, seven. It was just, it was a spectacle, you know? Yeah. 
it was a spectacle. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. It's just a spectacle, yeah. you know. It was no, fun. No, it was no, fun. No talent. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I gave, I give this episode three and a quarter dual-headed oh my, aliens. Ooh, ouch! Three and a quarter dual-headed aliens, but because they're dual-headed, you, you oh, double like it, that. right? So it's, like it's actually, that. it's actually six, six and a half. Oh, six and a half. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. six and a half. It really. I mean, if since you're bad at math. Three, three point two five times two. Times <laughs> two. Uh, I think that's at least like five hundred men, actually. Um, uh, divided yes. by. Okay. So, 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 so six and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoy the episode just for Burgess Meredith primarily. Yeah. Um, and John Rickles, you know, he's he's always a fun time. Yeah. Um, I have this theory about comedians. I, this is an aside. Um, so there's some comedians who are like who are really like sharp, but they're, they're kind of jerks. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Th- that's their act. Yeah. And, uh, and usually I hear that those people are actually jerks in real life. And so here's my theory. Here's my theory, Tiffany. And that go for it. That the reason these people are jerk funny is because they're jerks in real life. <laughs> that's my, that's my whole theory. <laughs> so I just want to, that's going to be my next story. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I'm. To be honest, like I'm not a big fan of of uh, of Don Rickles yeah. um, or those kind of like angry or like Andrew Dice Clay or whatever spouting out, you know, obscenities and being like really aggressive. I mean, it, I mean, they have their place. I mean, yeah. but I just, for me personally, I just, yeah, I'm not. I uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, a big fan of that kind of uh, yeah. comedy because I feel like it takes a little bit more skill. Um, I, I, I feel like, like to be a comedian like that, like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say Jonah Hill, right? Like he, yeah. he's, he's funny, but he's, he's funny in that kind of like being insulty kind of way. Yes. And, and I feel like in order to be funny like that, you actually have to have that part of you that really in, likes to insult people. And, and, I, and I don't like that. I hope not. I hope not. I, I, but ho- I'll tell I hope you, he's like, not. I hope he's not. When I hope I, he's not a bad guy. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to ask him. Um, yeah. When I lived a short, for a short time in uh, in Los Feliz, there were like so many comedians. And I'll tell you one thing: they are not funny, just <laughs> like in real life. Some of them are like the most serious folks that you will ever meet. Like yeah. you know, it's just it's really kind of it's really kind of funny. And she's like, no, but you're supposed to entertain me. Tell me jokes. Yeah, but you know, it's <laughs> it's just like it's just like me though, Tiffany. As soon as I get off the the Skype call, I'm gonna be like. I'm I'm just gonna walk down the, the hall of my hotel and start punching things. Oh, because because you know because I'm I don't want I'm not a trained monkey. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna dance for you on command. Anyway. Well, I mean you know it's it's I I you know I expect to be entertained. I'm yeah. not gonna apologize for that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Well, well, Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, I, thank you. I appreciate having you, and my guests appreciate having you. Oh, don't you, guests. Don't just, you. Just don't ever ask me to add. <laughs> don't ever, ever do that again. Don't ever drop any numbers <laughs> for me to figure out because yeah. it, just, it doesn't, you know, man, it just, it, it, that's like my, my kryptonite. Yeah. You know, add four plus two. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Five? <laughs> Five? I, I don't know. I, Negative three i'm not <laughs> um <laughs> and so so folks can read your your articles uh yes. read, read on salon right yes and then also at the la review of books 
That is correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you just yeah visit my uh, my website or yes, what is your website? Oh, which is uh, it's uh, tiffanyhearsey.com. Okay. How do you spell? Um, how do you spell hearsey? Tiffany Hearsey backslash is fabulous backslash can actually add back now kidding yeah, no, um it's a really sorry what were you saying i'm gonna have to cut you off there you that's that you know that's not a real that's not a real website <laughs> uh no how do, you, how do you how do you spell how do you spell your last name because it's not like oh, hearsay yes, yes. no no that wouldn't be good for my career um yeah it's uh it's here so h-e-a-r-s as in sam e-y okay and first name tiffany like the valley girl tiffany with a y not uh, with an I, but with a Y. That's right. Not not like I think we're alone now. Is that how you... no? She spells it with a Y. Oh, she does. Yeah, that's right. She what does. Was I, what yeah. Was I thinking of an I, Tiffany? There's a, the Tiffany Amber Thiessen spelled oh, it with an I. There you go. Yeah, no. Uh Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll post a link to your website in the show notes. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank and, you. And again, thank you, my friend, for coming on. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. Uh, for everyone else, there's a few ways to get a hold of the show. Uh, Facebook.com slash S4OA podcast. Instagram S4OA underscore podcast. Twitter S4OA underscore podcast. Email S4OA podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> you can give me a call, 860-GO-TZ-POD. Uh, the, the lines, it's just ringing off the hook. So so thank you for all of those uh, hundreds times zero calls. That's That's zero, Tiffany. Oh. Oh. Times oh. Zero. Is that, huh? <laughs> I thought zero meant like a hundred or something. Yeah, well, it does. It's like oh, okay. to, like you. It's like the power mark. It's like instead of square, oh. it's a zero. Anyway, uh, website <laughs> www.apatheticenthusiasm.com/slash/submitted for your approval. Uh, and that and that's it. Again, thank you, Tiffany. Thank and, you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Uh, and oh, well, I guess I should say this. Uh, head out to iTunes or Stitcher or any kind of podcasting app. And uh, leave, leave me a review. And, you know, good or bad, I'll accept it. And I'll try to make the show better for you guys. So uh, until next time, I am Brandon Cruz. And this is Submitted for Your Approval. 